with J-Dubs and Rocky. We're broadcasting live from the Podcast Detroit studios in Rockin' Royal Oak, Michigan. Be sure to find us at podcastdetroit.com. It's Nooner time. Somebody bring me a mirror. Happy Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. Happy Nooner time. It's our first Nooner show of the new year. Of the new year. I know. I know. How exciting. You know what we didn't do? (gasps) What didn't we do? We didn't do a vision board for the Nooner show. We still have time. Mm. I have have to redo mine, my vision board. Mm. Do you have, did you guys do that vision boards? Uh, No. I did. I I have one in my head. That, no. You got to get it out. You have to write it down. You have to actually do it. You do. You know, there's a big Harvard study. There's a lot of controversy with the study, but that says if you write things down, the study that they did, they went back and visited two groups of people, and the group that wrote down all their goals 10 years later, or I think it was 10 years later, made 10 times more money. So, yeah, you have to write them down. I have to write them down? You have to. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. I love this time here. You do why? Yeah, it's my favorite. I just, it's like a, it's like a, Rebirth, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's a new year. You just like yeah. wash off the old. I you know. start fresh. It's I always just love yeah. New Year's. Yeah. And then, and then by the favorite. end of January, you're like, oh, never mind. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you say that because I was just looking up and I I couldn't find it, but that's true. I mean, <laughs> right. the the amount of people that uh you know have New Year's resolutions uh-huh. and goals, uh-huh. and how many actually accomplish them? It's not. Very I accompl- like I had a, I didn't accomplish all of my New Year's resolutions, but the most important ones I am still like I'm still accomplishing. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So yeah. Like, well, I have I have one, and I'm 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 determined. You have one, wait, you have one goal or just one? Really? Just one? Yes. You just did one. Just That's it. One. You gotta start one. small. You know, yeah. I was listening, so um, and I'm no, I'm going to go ahead. I have. Are one. you gonna tell us what it is or no? It's to get my credit together. Oh, that's a good yeah. goal. That's that a great goal. And, it, goal. and I'm working towards yeah. it. I'm yeah. getting yeah. that score. Yeah. Getting that score up. Yeah, mine's yeah. been like that for about 20 years. <laughs> yeah. I just copy and paste that, that <laughs> same goal. That one in my, in, in my weight. Yep. <laughs> do it this year. Copy, well, paste. Well, I want to buy a boat. So I'm oh. going to get my oh, credit Oh, there you up. go. No, yeah. I, I don't like boats. Don't oh, you boats. don't? No, I don't want a boat. Oh, okay. I just want to, you know, I just want to be able to, like, just go and say, I want that. And they're like, oh, let me check your credit. And they're like, oh. 
There you go. I really didn't want that yacht. Yeah, 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 never mind. Just, just check it. So wait, you got to write it down. Yep, you do have to write it down. Uh, we have to do, do a, a nooner, a nooner okay, uh, show. Okay, I'll write it Yeah, we will. Seriously. Well, you know, one of the things, though, when you're writing your resolutions, and I said this last year, too, is just to make sure that they're really positive. Yeah. Right. So, like, you picking positive words, so instead of saying, like, I want to get out of debt, which mm-hmm. is my one of my goals this mm-hmm. year, I, I want to be prosperous. Oh, okay. So it's like switching that I thought process that on. Mm-hmm. So Because then you focus on debt, Good debt, point. debt. So instead of prosperity, prosperity. Okay, mm-hmm. so if I want to lose weight, what do I say? I want to be healthy. I want to be thin. I want to be at this weight. You know, and ah, for okay. you, I've told you, like, put the number that you want to see over your scale. Mm-hmm. So when you step on it every day, when you step on the scale or whenever you step on the scale, you see that number and then you see the number and then eventually those numbers will match up because your subconscious will work towards and then, that. Right. And then That's just, a good point. You know, I will try that. Mm-hmm. And then just put those or, chips up. <laughs> or like the picture of yourself when you thought you looked about your boss you know yeah put that picture up and then you're consciously you know working towards that that's a, a really good idea that. i have my vision board above my bed so every morning when i look when i wake up the first thing i see is my vision board oh, yeah that's, that's and you have a smart. great vision board too. i gotta yeah. redo it though for this year oh but. yeah now do you re- completely redo it because if you haven't accomplished no. those or do you just no, add I, to I it i add to it i'll adjust yeah. things and like mm-hmm. my vision board's still pretty much the same like last year my big was a very health driven year for me. I was sick all the time, and knock on wood, I oh, and been, you did it. I haven't been sick in, yeah, in right. You know, in almost a year, right? So it's good for you. Like great. I was really like I got. I met all my fitness goals and health goals. So wow. that was last year. This year, I'm going to continue that, but I want to uh, get organized. That's my big. I want every part of my life to be organized because mm-hmm. wow. I don't function well if it's not. Yeah. So. Well, I don't do. Do many people function well? Well, some people, you know, the organized chaos is. Mm-hmm. Or they just they don't operate. care if yeah. it's organized or not. Yeah, they, they don't yeah, care. organized so, chaos. That's yeah. true. So yeah. anyway, so 2017's over. It's time to um, reinvent, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. I, I kind of feel the I same way. Yeah. Like I don't really care for the holidays so much. Me either. Um, oh, I do. I, no. love I mean, it. I, I don't. I don't dislike it or anything like that. But it. I don't know. It's there's a lot of pressure. I feel like to have like a good time over the holidays or yeah, like you know what it's I like mean? a like, forced yeah event yeah you know to but spend I, time I with I genuinely like family. enjoy spending time feel, with the family yeah but I don't feel pressure I don't feel that it's pressure I just realized how 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 families really that just everybody has dysfunction oh yeah well I mean, yeah like, you know because yeah. it's like there's no normal no you know no there that's really the, isn't that's the Mm-mm. story of life that's the circle of life, yeah. <laughs> circle of life. <laughs> so yeah I don't, I don't know wait you don't not crazy about them either no but you know i i mean it's a means to get to the new year and then the new year like you said is changing it's t- time yeah. to yeah. invent and all of that yeah so. Okay. And okay, I'll do a vision board. Okay. <laughs> I love doing my vision board. It's like, <laughs> why are I'm you so rolling your eyes? To do it? Don't roll your I put, eyes. I set aside like a whole day. Like I just like, that's where it's the only thing I focus on. Crafts thing. Yeah, I know. So I get my fun. magazines out. Yeah. I get all my clips out. Right. I find, you know. I, I don't have any I magazines. Do, can I go to scenes. Can I go to the store and like snatch pages up? No, come to oh, our gosh. house. We'll give you some. I got tons of magazines. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, go to the do- are you you're not the one that at the dentist or doctor's office every time I open out a magazine. Oh, I know. Me crazy. No, I never do that. Crazy. Unless it's a recipe on it. <laughs> I know. You take a picture. Crazy. Everyone's got a camera on their phone. Take a picture of it. Well, a- well yeah. Yeah. No, I you mean, you know, it's hard. It's, it's hard. Change is hard. <laughs> change is hard. <laughs> I'm trying to do better. So. Okay. That's, a, that's a goal for this year, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. That's anyway, so, so um, what well, were your New yeah. Year's resolutions? 
For, yeah, for you last year? For this year. For this year. Oh, for you this said year? you already yeah. wrote your song. Oh, I have a whole plan. I mean, it's a it, that book. Actually, the planner you guys got me, mm. the two planners yeah. you guys got me, because mm-hmm. obviously I'm not organized enough to have one. You guys got me. <laughs> okay, in our <laughs> defense, Dad you. and I were first. We got ours first, and then, and then Olivia, Olivia got hers. And, so, yeah, yeah. So we were, and I feel like I need we to use both of them, them because I oh, don't you, have mine. use hers. I do. I know I do use both of them. So, I know they're. It's it's so lots so of plans. The oh. new year brought be launching a new um, company this year. Brought in oh, the Golden geez. Globes. Oh, oh yeah, awards. right, right. I didn't so, watch them. I I watched I didn't the whole either, show. I just I don't keep up anybody. on them on the Daily Mail. Well, Thank I you. watched the whole show, and I'm telling yeah. you, Oprah's speech. Yeah, you know. Oh, I did watch me, that on Twitter. Yeah, it made, I stood up. I was at home. That. You did. Yep, in my pajamas, and I stood up in my pajamas. I was like, Yeah, Oprah. So I watched a little bit, not. On on YouTube, not yeah. I didn't watch the the Globes, but what was it about that that just well? I mean, made it, it you was stand up? it was it was inclusive to me. Like she was really um, trying to bring everybody together. I mm-hmm. think, and she was really trying to show from a woman's point of view how hard it is to make a living in a like mostly male dominated world in some things you mm-hmm. know industries yeah yeah and then she she just brought it all together and wow. it was like you know now everybody's like oh she's gonna run for president yeah she's a, what do you, you know. think of that and i was like I president know. oprah president president oprah, oprah. president Winfrey. president Winfrey. <laughs> oh yeah president. i still Winfrey. call her oprah i'd be like hey president oprah you yeah know, that kind of thing. it's like you get a card you yeah. get a card. <laughs> You can help you get a stimulus. You can help insurance. You can help <laughs> <laughs> so, well, that would be an interesting. It would, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it be interesting? Yeah, it sure I, would. I don't think she's going to, and I hope she. I don't doesn't. think she is either. She's, but you know, why one would thing, she? One well, thing how would do that? But one if, thing if they did say, stuff. they did hmm. say about her um, running, like the political mm. insiders and stuff. They were like, if she decided to run because of her show, she has so many different interviews and stuff that might come back to haunt her type yeah. of thing really yeah and i was like well what interview would that be you know yeah. <laughs> i was just like yeah, okay. what i don't know that but that's well, they t- something talk they about they a lot of controversial out. things yeah. and no i just think it doesn't matter oh, you and i really we, who you I, are you i grew up watching blasted. that show yeah the oh, we all did oh, yeah. oh we I mean, but yeah. when i was little i remember her oh, and i yeah. every day oh, yeah. we would watch Oprah, and i would get into fights when john paul was born because he wanted to watch dragon tales which was on at the same time <laughs> we only had the one tv and i was like mom and i are watching <laughs> Oprah. Oprah, you know yeah. yeah and he'd be like i want to watch dragon tales yeah. i don't care mom and i are watching yeah. oprah it didn't matter you guys are mean yeah <laughs> yeah poor john but yeah paul. and then then okay the tanya harding um, oh yeah, she was there too. I heard. Uh, yeah, she was there with that same tired hairstyle. Sorry, <laughs> you're always. I'm a hairstylist. I can't help it. Oh, I just like I just wanted to go through. Don't the judge TV. my roots. Yeah, don't. Yeah, don't. <laughs> what? She, she I just. I mean, it's like it's like. Oh my God, would somebody do something? That's like, just like you know. And, and okay, so wait, what was she doing there? She well, you know, they have a movie, a movie out about her. This now, this is really. <laughs> They had her mom on Inside Edition or TMZ, her real mom, I right? I saw that. And, the, and she had like this flower. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. was like, what yeah. the? And she goes, that doesn't even look like me. Talking about um, <laughs> Allison Jenny played her. And she's like, that doesn't even look like me. And she's like, you know, she hates me. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, okay. You know, I saw we, that part, It was kind of sad. But I didn't see the movie her, and I don't know that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, it I, was I, only out for, in limited Theaters now it's gonna be oh, it's gonna the be actual yeah. Yeah. yeah they did that they wait said so for the did Golden that Globe movie win something um yeah she won a uh, best actress I think did oh she? for wow. the mom for playing the mom oh really oh, yeah for playing the mom wow she, no she, kidding yeah. 
Oh, so okay. It was, it, yeah. Is it a good? Are they saying it's a good? They're movie saying it's or? good. Is that? I mean, oh. if you want to relive her hitting the girl in in the. No, yeah, not you know. really. No, not really. I'm kind of tired. I wasn't of there. It. I don't remember. They keep but showing it. They keep showing it. They keep showing it. And she has an interview tonight on TV, and Tanya does. I'm oh, like, she oh, does. What? Where's Nancy? Yeah. <gasps> well, she was on Dancing with the Stars. Um, oh, she was a few seasons back. So I, I don't know. Oh. I don't know what she's doing now. But hmm. I wonder yeah. what she thinks. I know That's that is kind of that interesting. she's getting all the attention. Tanya Harding is. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. And then there was people saying, critics saying that she shouldn't have been there. You know, because of what she did, but that's been like what twenty something years. I mean, it's well, been a long time. Young, but she yeah. denied that, right? She didn't do she it. She came right? out and said in the interview that she heard them talking about taking somebody out so she would be guaranteed to be on the Olympic team. So, oh, and yeah. she didn't say anything. I don't know. So, but well, wasn't yeah. she young though? Yeah, but she was married to that. Oh, so she was whatever that, that guy young. Was, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, interesting. that is interesting. Very interesting. Well, yeah, when they had all the celebrities with the times up. Yeah, which was Me Too. The okay. Me yeah, so what what was that? They okay, I know what the Me Too is. What's the, the times, times up, up? Is like the times up on you know the I think times up on kind of like the male. Yeah, the men. You know, the men being wore dominant. The yeah, yeah. They were Even like, the guys were wearing it. Yeah. But oh wow, which was, it was interesting. But you know, yeah. the one thing that kind of bothered me though was like there was celebrities there because they, they all wore black. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was like the thing, and then you wore the times up pin and. There was people criticizing some of the actresses who wore black and they were saying, oh, they wouldn't do anything. Like even some of the other actors were like who weren't there, people that, you know, weren't there, like were giving them heat for wearing black because they weren't wouldn't do anything to help them. And but then on the other side of it, you've got the girls who didn't wear black that were also getting Crit- criticized. Yeah. That's like, just the world we live in. You can't. Yeah, really, it is. It's kind of yeah. sad. Oh my gosh! But so yeah, so that was. I was just kind of like, all right, pick one because you know, I was I was seeing <laughs> yeah. like the girls who there was like, one girl who wore red and mm-hmm. another girl who didn't who didn't you know wear mm-hmm. black or whatever, and then they were getting so much criticism. And then the next you know post I see is oh Jennifer Aniston and whatever her Angelina yeah Angelina mm-hmm. wore wore black, but they wouldn't do anything to help or whatever, and it was just like. You're going to hate on them for this, and then you're going to hate on them for so, showing okay, some sort of support. So you I, know? Didn't, I, I didn't watch it, obviously, but like, do they recognize any guys that do good or that are good? And, I mean, well, it just I mean, seems like it's such a. No, I, even, I mean, in, even in Oprah's speech, she did say, yeah, you know, there's some phenomenal too. men oh, out there she that did? Yeah. are oh, supporting. Okay. And all of that. Only because it's like, I happen to know. On the other, the flip side of that, also some women that I've worked with in the past who used yeah their uh, sexuality oh yeah. for sure to get, to get yeah. to get what they wanted in, yeah I mean it worked for them yeah you know at least short it, it's term. the world we live in and it, I don't think I mean I'm glad that it's brought to the forefront but it's not going to change yeah it's not because you're still going to have those women that won't come forward and say that anything's happened too. Yeah, because, when things so, really happen, right. and then there's going to be the women who fake it, right? Yeah, exactly. So it's it's just kind of yeah. you know, and, and for like, I mean, it, after hearing all of the assaults that you know is happening, I was just like, I am so freaking blessed to be working with the team that I'm working with because if anything, if any guy or anyone made me feel uncomfortable, all I would have to do is make a phone call mm-hmm. or tell my yeah. Tommy and Frankie, and they'd be there oh. with a baseball bat mm-hmm. yeah. taking people oh, out gosh. by the knees. Mm-hmm. You know, like they mm-hmm. would That's never sure. let that. Yeah. You know, and yeah, you I really I, are. Lucky you know, when you hear this 
these all stories, the horror stories, yeah, yeah the assault the and stuff world. that's happening, and you know. But the, I don't think it's just in the entertainment world. It's, no, I yeah, think it's, it's everywhere. You know, it's all it's over. Everywhere. You know, and yeah. I, I am kind of waiting to hear the other side of it too, because you're mm-hmm. going to start getting guys who say, yeah, that they were seduced, and mm-hmm. you know, um, and it's only again, time, yeah. I mean. Nora, you and I have worked with people. Yeah. We know. We know. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> not, not you. Not you. Not you. <laughs> but um, oh anyway. Gosh, that's so funny. I did hear that there was um, some criticism with, was it Kendall Jenner? Yeah. Or Kylie Kendall, Jenner? Which Kendall one? went to the Golden Globes. Yeah. Mm. She went and people were like, what is she here for? She's not so an actor. Who, who says that? The, like the just actors? Just people critics, online. People, yeah. You know, just people oh, just watching. Trolling. Yeah. <laughs> but I, you know, I'm, I'm a huge Kardashian, not Jenner fan. Oh, yeah. We I'm know not, you are. No, I, I love them. I'm you. fascinated by why, them. Why do you like them so much? I love them because I just think that <laughs> for having, quote unquote, no talent, they've made an empire. Yeah. I mean, how can you, like, yeah. they've created we, something. I have no talent, and I just don't have that kind of empire. <laughs> no, but I just at all. think that it's, so, you know, I yeah. just am fascinated by that whole, you know, they totally re, you know, they were the pioneers in reality TV. They, oh, they, they were? Oh, yeah. They, oh, it was MTV, oh, wasn't it? Yeah. No. Oh, boy. They, Here's oh, a yeah. hater right here. I know. Mom, I'm, you can hate all you want, oh, mom, but mom, we're not going to go there. Wait, what do, why, why don't you like them? Wait, I love you know, Kanye. Don't even go there. Uh, okay, my Kanye. You don't like Kanye? Well, you know, I he, he, I saw this on TMZ. He actually told Kim to stop wearing big sunglasses. Because he's so a genius. So he's now, a Yeah, yeah. So he's like dictating her fashion sense and stuff. So now the whole family- is wearing like little, you know, the smaller sunglasses and stuff, and it's like so now you know oh, what, God, and yay. now everyone's doing it. Yeah, though. that's like right. the huge trend. I can't right. find sunglasses that are small enough. I'm like really? going to every store looking for them. Yeah, they're because yeah. because everybody wait, is so living vicariously like through these reality people that are making you, you know, know I feel like I don't live vicariously because I feel like I'm a, like I'm a, not, I'm a very not. much like I want to be my own person. You're There's not. nobody else on this you're planet. Not. But I want to be people all around trying to get um. Uh, liposuction and all this other stuff so they can look like him and so they yeah, but you know like how many people have gotten this? fat transferred to their butt thank you yeah, but from their stomach and now you look ridiculous exactly. you look ridiculous <laughs> I know you got this big old booty oh that is God, obviously fake these tiny little chicken legs uh-huh. and you look dumb and like, you look yeah but it. how many people have gotten big boob implants long before the Kardashians were but that's true alright kids I think we're uh, I'm getting just a little carried away here. Yeah. Kanye is a freaking genius. He said he was a Kanye genius, and people genius. were so like appalled that he said that. I'm like, he oh, is I'm a sorry. genius. I, I would he vote is for, a genius. listen, if Kanye ran for president. Kanye, Kanye. 2020, uh, I'm saying it. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then that means Kim. I don't do politics. Kim would be the first so, lady. Oh, okay, yeah. but I'm telling, you, I'm telling you, Rocky, if you pose new, just lay in the bed and post your picture, you will be rich. Too. You'd get a lot of money, too. <laughs> oh, okay? wow. If I had Kim's body, I would. And Jackie and I, we could Post new, you know, that's our not picture. Nice. We wouldn't get any money. That's you not get- nice. <laughs> I think you would that's get money. Nice I think you would get I'm money. I'm just being honest. That's just, not nice. <laughs> you better add that to your New Year's well, resolution. Well, look, change your your, okay, your hate and okay, your throwing so, shade stuff. So, in. So, so if we pose new together, I bet we could probably get some money. Yeah, I bet for sure. I pay. Man, my hot mamas. All right, let's let's get on with the show here, okay? All right. You guys all are right, all shade. right, all right. Okay. We're not starting off all good. Right, well, we do have to show a little, right, little gratitude yeah. to our 
wonderful sponsor, Tom Stewart Plumbing and Drain, servicing the Metro Detroit Tri-County area from leaky faucets to major plumbing repairs. Tom Stewart Plumbing can serve all your home needs. Give them a call at 586-625-7800 or you can reach them at Tom Stewart Plumbing. And if you love our podcast, then you will love the podcast That Moment. When change is the only constant, people and business must be built to adapt. That Moment is a new podcast about the pivot that changes everything. Moments that open doors for discovery and growth, but also bring the looming possibility of failure. Hear people's stories of taking risks and finding success in business and in life in the new podcast That Moment, found wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you need great branding but can't afford a designer, you can be your own designer with Maker. Join the over 1 million who've discovered Maker for creating unique and professional Looking logos and branding materials at an affordable price. Try it out today. Friends of the podcast get a free logo with code Nooner. That's N O O N E R. Just visit www.maker.co slash Nooner to redeem your code. That's maker, M A K R.co slash Nooner and enter Nooner at checkout. This segment is designed to showcase the stories of talented individuals who had a wish and found a way to make it happen. They set goals, overcame obstacles, and turned setbacks into comebacks. Their stories are unique, interesting, and most of all, inspiring. The combination of the right lyrics and the right melody can paint a picture in our minds and has the ability to trigger certain emotions within us. Great songwriters are strong communicators who know how to provoke emotional responses. Skilled songwriters create songs that last forever. For Noel Herbert, his songwriting journey began early in his life. At a young age, he became the caregiver for a severely disabled parent. Music and songwriter became his inspiration. That experience made him realize that he has a natural gift for songwriting. And today, Noel is a senior at Detroit Institute of Music Education, or DIME, earning his Bachelor of Arts in songwriting. Today, we are going to find out how Noel's path led him to his passion. Welcome to the Welcome show. Welcome. To the show. Thanks for having me. Welcome. Yeah. Appreciate it. I love how you just kind of sit back watching <laughs> Wow. Like, I was yeah. enjoying it. There's a few times I want to chime in, but I, I thought I'd wait. Yeah, you should have. You, you should have. You should have started ringing that bell. bell. Yeah. Yeah. I noticed right. you put that bell right next to you. The ring, oh, ring yeah, for the, beer. For you beer. do understand that we really don't get up and get you a beer. If you yeah, know. no, I figured. I figured. I just thought no, I'd No, actually, we have like a French maid that comes in. And yeah. She's like, that that would have been amazing. Yeah. I would have been very surprised. <laughs> anyway, welcome Look to the Nooner Show. Thank you. So this is your second time here, but last time, as I was telling Rocky and Nora, because they weren't here, you were supporting the Dime students here yep so yeah. uh first of all congratulations because you're in your last semester yeah it's uh it's, woot woot. it's a relief <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know. um before we get into the career path of songwriting give us the backstory of how you got started in music and how it led you to decide that you wanted to pursue a degree in songwriting you know so from a very very young age like um nearly infant toddler um i was taking music classes um something my parents wanted for me and uh, I remember just kind of doing sing-alongs in these music classes and then learning how to play the glockenspiel, um, wow. which I can't say I still learn, know how to play. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I just – I've always – I always really wanted to play the guitar. Um, I was just fascinated by it. And eventually I, I was – I got a little guitar and I would just fool around on as a kid. And, but I'd always be singing. And I never much sang other people's songs, like stuff I'd hear on the radio or – um, other, you know, CDs that I would listen to. It was always, every time I would sing, it would be my own words. Um, mm. 
And that kind of just spiraled into what, you know, what I've come to today um, and just started, you know, I'm always writing my own music. I don't play a lot of covers um, unless I really like the song. (laughs) (laughs) Now, when you were younger, were you doing other writing? Like, did you journal or Um, poetry? Yeah, a little. I wrote a bit of poetry, um, but it was never a a big thing. I really liked writing short stories. Oh, you did? um, Which actually, that's a lot of what my my songwriting is now. It's just their stories. Mm -hmm. Um, So that that was a big part of uh, my life at that point. Um, So at what point in your career? I mean, you've performed out, right? Yeah, definitely. And have have you always been solo or did you have a You know, I started off, um, I think the first time I ever uh, played a show live that wasn't uh, like an open mic night was um, I was 18 years old. So I mean, I played for like friends and family and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but I was 18 once I actually went out and I got myself a gig and I was playing folk music. Um, okay. And then eventually from there, I really, cause I love rock music. I wanted to be in a rock band. And so I, I wrote think this. we all wanted that. Yeah, right? <laughs> Everyone <laughs> wants to be that rock even, band. Even if you can't sing or. Yeah. So I started uh, a band called Illumination with one of my friends. And uh, we just started we practicing a whole lot and started playing small shows, playing at colleges. Um, and eventually, actually, um, once I got to Dime, I started putting together other members of the band because it was just myself and my friend and I was playing uh, rhythm guitar and and doing vocals and he was alternating between lead guitar and drums depending on the song mm-hmm. so it was pretty stripped down um so eventually so but that was a uh, that lasted about 4 years um and then I decided it was time to move on and go in a different direction with music did you did you always know or when did you know you wanted to go to Sedine or um I didn't know I wanted to go to Dime until I was sitting in orientation. Mm. And <laughs> yeah, I was I was very indecisive about it. Um just so, so it, like I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but when you did go there to orientation, did yeah. you know you were going for songwriting? Yeah, you know? I, oh, you did. I didn't know that. Okay. But I thought I would check out orientation, see, get the feel of the school. And once I was there, I was like, oh, this is pretty exciting. It's new. Okay. I was like, I think I should do this. <laughs> yeah. Wow. yeah. So you're getting a bachelor of arts. For um, songwriting. Yeah, for right? songwriting. Is that what it is? Oh, it's a bachelor's for songwriting of songwriting. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Bachelor's for songwriting. Yep. Um, but like, what did you know about as far as like the career path as a songwriter? Did like, do they teach yeah. you that or they do definitely you learn do. about that? Yeah. Or, because, you know, we've interviewed a lot of musicians mm-hmm. on the show. And one of the things that I, I've learned a lot about songwriting from these interviews, but also from the couple trips to Nashville and actually even last time spending time with Tommy, Mm -hmm. who really um, gave me a brief education on, Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that a lot of the, you know, very popular musicians did not write their own songs, that they had songwriters. I didn't realize that that was such a separate thing. Yeah. Um, So does Dime teach you... um, like what the career paths are as far as I like think what there you is can a do. lot of that. Um, you know, I think mainly it's directed towards top line songwriting. Um, so it's writing melodies and lyrics, okay. um, whether it's over a track or over chords. Um, and that seems what to be the main focus. Um, so of, you do both then yeah. the, the music and the yeah. lyrics. Yeah. Um, and although 
generally a lot of what we do is like stripped down. I mean, sometimes, um, you know, there'll be, we'll be writing song in class or something like that. And there'll be a track that we'll be writing to. Um, and so it's, that's generally what the career path is more so for my program at Dime, which is also very different than what the current programs are. Um, cause they did a switch from being accredited by Falmouth university to, uh, MSU Demder. Right. Yeah. Oh, so well, how is it? How has the program changed as far as the songwriting? Degree? I think mostly it's just the environment and the whole vibe of the curriculum. Oh, okay. Um, I think at least the one, the program I'm in, um, it's a, it's not as theory based. I mean, there's definitely some theory, um, but it's more uh, recording um, instead of writing everything out by notation. So did they bring in different teachers or, or is it the same? Yeah, there are, there's a few different teachers, but I've had mm-hmm. – um, it's been fairly consistent over over the years. And what, what like what did you learn that has surprised you the most about having a career as a songwriter? Um, you're not just going to fall into one sector of music. You have to be very versatile in what you do. Um, you know, as far as like genre or just like going, you you can't just play live shows all the time. Mm -hmm. I mean, a big part of songwriting is going on actually songwriting for other people. Right. Yep. What is your hope? What is your goal with this degree? Are you like, are you planning on writing for yourself as a solo artist and putting out your own music? Um, well, I said it's, you know, there's, uh, write for other people. A bit of a bit of everything. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I definitely want to have my own solo career. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's really for me. For me, it's not how I necessarily plan on making a living. But you know, part of the reason I'm a songwriter is because that's my outlet on life. And mm-hmm. um, but I really want to like get into film scoring. Oh, that's really? a that's something I'm really interested mm-hmm. in. Um, which is less, uh, you know, doing um, vocals and. And melodies and all the melodies are all instrumental, but that also really intrigues me. So do you do you like see some of the artists or I mean, hear different artists and you think to yourself, oh, I I got a song for him or or. Yeah, I I, don't. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, who who would you love? I was going to say one of your songs then. Justin Timberlake. Oh, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> but he's busy with the Super Bowl. Coming <laughs> yeah, up, so. yeah, we're gonna drink yeah. big here. Yeah, JT though. No, you're no, right. Did though. you do yeah. a vision board? I have not. Oh, oh you gotta not. do a vision board. board. Put his picture up there. Yeah, yeah. You roll your eyes all you want. I yeah, I'm telling yeah. you what. Do a vision board. It works. Uh, yeah, I, I'll be rolled. back. I'll be back next week to tell everybody about my vision. Board. Yeah, you, you better. See, that's interesting that you were saying you have to be versatile and flexible because that was one of the other things, too, that um, when I was researching uh, song songwriting as a career mm-hmm. versus, you know, if you're a musician and you're writing songs, mm-hmm. is your goal to be a songwriter first or or do you still – To be an artist. Or like to be a, an artist. Okay, so I, I recently – I was about a – Two months ago, I asked myself the same question. Um, and it was a very – it drove me a little bit crazy um, to really think about how do I – do I see myself more lying in the commercial aspects of a songwriter or really keeping myself like having the artistic value? Did something happen to make you ask that question? Uh, yeah, it was actually – it was, well, it was okay. a question that was asked me in one of my classes. Oh, and okay. I just really – and it kind of clicked. I was like, huh. I'm not totally sure, and I really start thinking about it. And, and there's not to say that there can't be a balance of both. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so many artists write for so many other artists. Yeah, yeah. right. But I definitely mm-hmm. had to figure out that balance. 
because uh, I mean, you know, everyone who writes has writer's block on occasion. I was uh, going through a point of writer's block, and one the way I got out of it was through that thinking about that question and mm-hmm. giving myself an answer, realizing that I just have to sometimes sit back and just write a song for me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not for anybody else, which is something I really enjoy that makes me happy. And then it makes it so much easier to go and write something very commercial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. That, that was what I was going to say was you as a songwriter – you have to be able to write all the time. I mean, you have to be disciplined. It can't yeah. be when you're feeling it or when Definitely. there's, um, you know, I mean, with musicians, a lot of the ones that we've interviewed, um, you know, they write based on if they're inspired or if there's some life altering event that happens and they write about mm-hmm. it. But if you're, if your money, if you're making your money yeah. Yeah, Comes from, from them. writing for other people, how do you yeah. get discipline to just write and where do you um, find that inspiration so i keep journals um oh. and like notebooks i have lyrics just written down on my phone like in my notes um i saw so whenever i just something pops into my mind that i think mm-hmm. could be uh could be a concept you know it could be a title or just like a lyrical line that's inspiration i write it down um i also have a tendency to go out, i just if i see something in everyday life i'll take a picture of it and oh. I'll write a song to a the emotion idea. that that picture is giving me. That's a great wow. idea. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really yeah. good idea. So at a later time, when you get to it, um, how often do you write? Oh, I mean, I it's hard to say because I don't necessarily write a song every single day, but mm-hmm. I write something every single day. Oh, you day. do? Wow. Well, I yeah. always ask this question, too. Do you sleep? How do you sleep at night? Or are you waking up all the time and going, oh, uh, I, I do not sleep much at night. It's my most <laughs> okay. inspirational time. Uh-huh. Is that? So I spend <laughs> a good amount of the night writing music. <laughs> <laughs> and are yeah, you, do you, uh, one of the things that I read also about songwriters um, is that they have their rituals. Like they have mm-hmm. certain rooms that they can write mm-hmm. and they have certain times of days. They have certain pens that they use and some of them have certain paper they use. But do you have stuff like that not particularly okay. i think it's um I, i've never really had something where it's like very particular i have to use this pencil or whatever it is i think it's just whatever wherever i am at i should be able to write wow um i mean sometimes it, you know it can be hard um yeah. but because but mainly i'm writing in my own home um so it's a comfortable space mm-hmm. and but you write every day yeah yeah that's, yeah, that's, that's discipline. Yeah, that's that really good. Wow. Yeah, I mean, like, a lot of it just consists of I'll be, I'll turn on my memos on my phone and I'll just start playing a melody with some chords and record that. And then I put it, send it to my computer and put it in a file. And I just have a whole bunch of different melody comps that I can start working off of. Wow. Mm. Wow. And how, how long does it take you to finish a song after you start it? Um, so I finished a song last night. Mm-hmm. That song took me over a month. But then there's other times where it could take two hours. Mm-hmm. You know, um, a big thing I've worked on, especially with, uh, you know, writing commercially, is I set a timer of two hours. And oh. I have to create the chords, the melodies, and the lyrics within that time. Wow. wow. And, and it's That's just amazing. kind of a training yeah. exercise I've been doing for myself um, to That's get really, really quick at writing. Good. Wow. Now, you were saying you wanted to do um, movie scores. That's what you're kind of leaning towards Yeah, you know, I, that's definitely something I'm interested in. So have you... Have you written anything or have you submitted anything to anybody? Or yeah, I've done kinda... uh, some stuff for some people at CCS. Uh, oh, really? You know, I've scored for some demo reels. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you, so the song that you wrote, it took you a month to write. Yeah, yeah. Why why did it take a month? 
Uh, this was one of the songs that I was I was writing more for me, um, oh, okay. and so I felt like I could be really nitpicky about it and mm. and get exactly what I wanted to out of it. Um, when you say you you write for commercial, are you talking about writing for other artists? To um, yeah, commercially is essentially just not you know not writing it for myself as an artist. You know, doing it for more in lines of um, profit. So when you do that and you're think, what are you thinking of then? Are you thinking of the genre? Or are you thinking of the artist? Or are you thinking of the audience? I mean, it, all, three, all three, all yeah. three. Um, wow. Because it's hard to, I think. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a songwriter, but I, you know, the whole thing about great songs is it's an artist whether you know they wrote it or they're performing it to be able to transfer their emotions mm-hmm. into you know the audience and and trigger our emotions yeah. so how do you do that when you're when you you just I have mean, this blank canvas that you just have to write you know there's definitely um there's kind of lines already set up in most cases i mean like if i'm writing if i'm writing for an artist um and it's someone specific i have a general I will get a general understanding of who that artist is, what their other songs are like. You know, if I have the opportunity to talk to them, then I'll talk to them and kind of get what, you know, what's going on in their life. What, you know, what might they want a song about? Um, So there's all those different sectors. And especially like with um, commercial music is it's pop. Um, So where, where is, um, you know, where's the genre lying in pop nowadays, Mm. which right now is very hip hop driven. Right. Yeah. True. Everything's um, hip hop driven. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, do you write hip hop music? Um, I wouldn't say all, like a whole lot of hip hop music, but mm-hmm. I definitely my my top line work um, has a lot of hip hop melodies. Oh, okay. Wow. So, if that wanted if someone wanted to build a track around one of those melodies and chords, then they would be more than capable. But I wouldn't call myself a hip hop artist. Yeah. Is it easier <laughs> to perform a? a song that you wrote for yourself or is it easier to perform just a song that you wrote that you know is I, I for can't much tell the difference um i think either way when i write it i feel um the big part of it is having giving the emotional drive in a right. song so when it's something more commercial i have to find that emotional aspect to you know release it through the music right so, and it's not and sometimes it's harder um to get there than with one of my own songs Mm. Wow. So you have one semester left. Yeah, so when will that be done? Uh, I think it'll be done in May. Oh, in May. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's exciting. Wow. And then what? Uh, and then what? And then I need to make money. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you do you plan on staying in the area or do you know, you um I would like to uh I'd like to get out of Detroit. I love Detroit. Um but you know, I've been here for a while and I think it would be good to check out other cities. I know uh, Atlanta has some great stuff in the film industry going on there and mm-hmm. um and since it's very also very hip hop driven mm-hmm. uh right. area, that would be a good place for me to go, especially where that's the where the industry is um leaning. So now were you were you born and raised here? I was. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, Detroit is the music capital, right? <laughs> it is in our eyes. It's a pretty cool city. There's yeah. always great music yeah. wherever I go. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. True. So yeah. will you start submitting songs, or are you doing that on a regular basis right now? Uh, what do you mean? Uh, like That's to publishers? Or... Yeah. Yeah. You... yeah, I mean, there there is stuff like that. Um, I think a lot of it is just like finding connections um, with people um, and mm. just writing for them like in particular. Yeah. You know, or finding other people who need songwriters. Right, because you don't really have to live somewhere else to be a songwriter. No, I mean, I mean you definitely submit it anywhere. Yeah. That's true. That's yeah. true. What I about? Think so. I think initially, there, it, though, like, you know, early on, you know, he's early in his career, like to 
to go and make those connections. I make think right. the smart. Yeah, right. to, I think smart. Yeah, right. That's why a lot of people move to LA. And, yeah. You know, oh, sure. There's so much going on there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What about Nashville? Like, uh, I'm not much of a country artist, um, and I that because that is so country driven. I mean, there are music houses there, and I've looked into them. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's it's a possibility. Um, not that I you know can't write country music. It's just not my. I wouldn't say it's my strongest genre. Yeah. Just because the, the, it seems like it's all songwriters there. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of, more of songwriters. It's, also very, it's very saturated. Yeah. 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 Hmm. yeah, that is true. Okay, so you're going to play a song live, right? Yeah. Tell us about it. Is this the one that took you a month? Um. Yeah. Yeah, we'll start off with that one. <laughs> oh, okay. It, <laughs> it doesn't have to yeah. be that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. So this one is just a song that I, I wrote for myself, kind of about how um, – I've been feeling about the world politically and just like with everything going on overseas. And, um, mm. you know, so it's a, uh, it might sound a bit depressing, but that's somewhat of what I look at the world at points. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not actually meant to be a depressing song. It's more of like uh, an expression of emotion through um, how I feel. Now, is this a song though that you could see another artist? Uh... Uh, not particularly. This one, this one's very much uh, for me. I mean, maybe, okay. but it's, uh, okay. you know, Teach their own. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. What's the name of it? Uh, safe and sound. Safe and Ooh, I like oh, it. I like that. Close your eyes I don't want to remember that take down that smile cause I feel under attack it comes in waves blue skies cloudy days we could be safe and sound but we're stuck in the ground in my heart I don't know where to start It's a fight That all goes dark And how can I say This is not what I planned Don't recognize these hands How can I understand Yeah We could be safe and sound sound all alone maybe I live too long high as I'm stoned on mountains sinking down we're all being hazed blue skies cloudy days we could be safe and sound but we're stuck in the ground now I see It got the best of me I think I need Something to believe We're all caught up in games Oh, this is a way Set me free, I can change This is my disarray Yeah We could be safe and sound Yeah But we're stuck in the 
we could be safe and sound. I could turn around now, right now, but I can't find my way out. Cause all these fears, they're in my dreams. I could turn around now, right now, but I can't find my way out. Cause all these fears, they're in my dreams, yeah. We could be safe and sound, yeah. But we're stuck in the ground, yeah. We could be safe and sound, but we're stuck in the ground. We could be safe and sound. Wow. Wow. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. Thank you. Was Thank awesome. you. Yep. So how did that start? What were you doing, watching the news? Or <laughs> I was actually laying on my floor in my living room after a really rough day. Mainly, um, I had uh, I was just walking around earlier in the day, and I overheard a conversation um, that just really upset me, and it was being really negative to another group of people. Um and so that's kind of that's how it started and just kind of triggered that emotion. Oh, um, wow. And I was like, you know, the you know, the world could just be so much simpler if people just get along. Mm-hmm. But yeah. there's all this yeah. stuff going on yeah. um, that, you know, I think really uh, it damages us as, you know, as like a unified human race. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, will you perf- would you perform that live? I would. Yeah. And would you expect? that or will you just sing it and let people have their own interpretation or do you, you know, feel like you would want to tell people what the premise was for that song you know i have a i definitely like giving a bit of an intro to mm-hmm. songs uh, when i play it live um so i would probably give some sort of reference um you know but it all depends on like the crowd and you know everything yeah. that's changed mm-hmm. up depending on what kind of show you're playing right right huh. that's, so as a songwriter do you because like i find like when i'm writing um like if I if I'm working on a song, I have a hard time going back and rewriting, you mm-hmm. know, because like I get stuck in the the mold of that. Do you go back and like rewrite? Because you said you've been working on the song for like a month. Yeah, I mean this one, um, not so much. It was just kind of section by section. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely have other songs that. I mean, I have one song that I've rewritten it five times. Wow. Um, and it just, it's never quite right. Like, <laughs> I love the song every time I write, but I'm like, it could be better. Yeah. How yeah. do you find the inspiration to like not get caught up in like what you're already saying? You know, because I feel like when I'm like writing, I, I, I get caught up in like, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah. I can't even think of anything else. You know, like how do you like kind of almost break that mold and just open up your mind to the creativity and kind of let it flow. I think you have to take a break or, you know, yeah, you know, step back from it for whether, you know, it could be a week, it could be a few months and then eventually come back to it. We listen to it and, you know, see what, what's already, you can see what's already good in the song. Yeah. Um, and then kind of pull those sections out mm-hmm. and then rewrite around it. Wow. Well, and how do you also, when you go back and you revise things, how do you not lose the emotion from the song? When well, you might editing? be creating a new motion with it. Oh, um, uh, yeah. You know. I was going to say, that yeah. was probably a point. You can't. That's a good point. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I think a lot of when you're writing a song, it is the emotion that you're giving out. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it, if you want to rewrite a song, then generally you want to rewrite the emotion. Yeah. 
Wow. I do want to take it back just a, a little bit. When you first started writing, how old do you think you were? Um, the first first time I actually wrote a song, yeah, like you said written you, down. Yeah, first time I actually had something written down. Um, it was about a few months after I started playing the guitar. Um, so I think I was around ten. Wow, mm. that's really yeah. what was it about that like experience that was like that drove you to keep doing it. Because I feel like when um, I was little and I wrote a song, I was like, oh, this is horrible. Like, <laughs> I was like, like I'm not going to tell anybody about this. <laughs> when I'm singing and playing guitar and writing, it's like one of the few times in my life I totally feel whole. Wow. Like I kind of think of like my guitar as a extra like appendage. on Like it's it's like a limb to me. It's mm-hmm. like so if you didn't have, you know, your arm or like one of your fingers or something, you would it would be, you know, it would be weird. Um, yeah. You know, so I kind of when I'm playing, I feel like that's all everything's together and everything fits. Did, did you have like your, your your mom, your dad, you know, pushing you to to? No, write not songs particularly. Um, did I mean, they think it was a good idea? Yeah, the, I mean, okay. I think you know, as long as I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, you know, they were definitely supportive, mm-hmm. um, but it was never like you know, go. You have to practice. It was always <laughs> just kind of like if I wanted to play, I would mm-hmm. play, and generally it was, was fairly like, frequent. Yeah. And now I I know when we talked in the past, you had mentioned that you had turned to music mm-hmm. because um, you were taking care of. Was it? Yeah, it was my. Parents? It was my. Um, yeah, my my father had a stroke when I was seven. Oh wow! Um, and it was it was very severe. Oh wow! So it was you know being a kid growing up with that and um, having to caregive for a parent instead of you know the parent taking care of you. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely, it helped to have a, an outlet, which was writing. Um, Did you have siblings too? Yeah, I have. Yeah. Uh, I have two older brothers. Okay. Um, but at the time, they weren't living mm-hmm. uh, here in Michigan. Um, okay. You know, but and so they're around here and there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. So how did that kind of, um, you know, when you were writing, was that also th- like therapeutic Very for you? So. And was it therapeutic for your parents to kind of like watch you develop this kind of like beautiful gift through? I um I don't know. I think I, def- <laughs> uh, I know my mom definitely enjoys me playing. Yeah. Um, you know, does when I go over and uh, spend time with her and or if I decide to yeah. spend it at her place. I can still play at three o'clock in the morning and she doesn't get upset. <laughs> oh, so, wow. That's yeah. a mom. That's supportive. That's a mom. Yeah. 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 She's very supportive. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So you have how many are you producing a CD or? Yeah, actually, um, right now I'm working on a few different uh, few different projects. So I'm producing um Actually, it's this song. I have string set. The song I just played. I have a string section written for it. Oh wow! Um, cellos and violins, um, mm. and have drums. All right, so it's all pretty much all written there. It's just a matter of really getting a tight recording and doing like Put the mixing and mastering process of it. And then I have to lay down the guitar again. So, okay. so when you do when you songwrite, you write every part. Sometimes, sometimes. not not always. Um, you know, I. If I can hear it in my mm-hmm. head, then then I just go for it. Yeah. Um, and this was one of those songs I just heard it and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna wow. Like I could hear the string section in it, so I started writing it out. Wow. Um, and it developed from there. That to me, I have a friend of mine who does the movie scoring, and I have watched him put together, mm-hmm. and it is like mm-hmm. I I grew up in classical music, so but like watching that portion of it always just amazing. blows my yeah. mind. I'm like, oh my gosh, like that's so crazy, and mm-hmm. like just watching the whole thing come together. Kind of, yeah, because yeah, yeah. I'm not a writer, but like that at all. So now, just seeing that is pretty incredible. Will you write for somebody if they 
you know, want to hire you. Oh, most definitely. Okay. Yeah. And like, and how do people get a hold of you? Uh, they can contact me through my email. It's uh, noelherbertmusic at gmail.com. That's N O E L H E R B E R T music okay. at gmail.com. Okay. And um, also your Facebook page. Right? Yeah, well, I, I just have media, uh, Twitter. What do you? Yeah, have? yeah. I mean, if you want to find me on Facebook and friend me, more than happy to come. Okay. You know, talk to people on there. Okay, no, that's great. The book of face. Yeah, we'll make sure that. Yeah, the book of face. We'll make <laughs> sure that we at least put that up in in the yeah. email yeah. address too. Right. Yeah, our yeah, link you. when we put the show up yeah. in like seventy two hours or something. Yeah. Um, and that way, if somebody needs. And would you do like if somebody doesn't want you to write the song for them, but maybe a, a collab? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm always I'm open for collaborations. I think it's just a matter of um, you know talking to the person, seeing where they're at as a songwriter, and seeing you know if it's uh, if it's worth both of our time to collaborate. Yeah, um, you know if it'll be beneficial. Yeah. What do you listen to? Oh man. Well, so I guess like what I should say. I started listening to like where I listen to a lot of. Um, I grew up listening to Simon and Garfunkel, the Beatles, um, mm-hmm. then moved more into – I was really into heavy metal for a while. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah. I was like – like it. No. Like, <laughs> bottom, like, Mar- um, you know, Marilyn Manson. Oh, wow. Like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then – but I guess nowadays I listen to a lot of pop music. Um, uh, I mean, Janaiko, Alicia Keys um, – I mean, I could go on and on. I mean, mm-hmm. I love Katy Perry and Taylor Swift. Um, you like both of them? You got to pick a team. No, don't I, you know I don't, that? I don't pick two. <laughs> they're, they're both amazing. <laughs> they are. You notice he um, said them both together. So yeah, you yes. know. But I, I still listen to a lot of like indie rock. Um, I listen to quite a bit of classical. I love going to the Detroit Symphony Orchestra mm. when I get an opportunity. Oh, to, yeah. what about jazz? Are you listen to? Yeah, I, I do listen to jazz. I can't say I know too many jazz mm-hmm. artists. Um, but if do you, I do, you go to the uh, jazz festival. I do. I did. I did. Yeah. It was great. Wasn't oh, it great? Yeah, it's it was always really great. Amazing. It's always great. So you are really well rounded yeah. when it yeah, comes to music. Yeah. I try to be. Yeah, yeah that's to, fantastic. Know. I think that's a good thing to have if you're a songwriter. Yeah. You know? So yeah. you're going to be graduating in May. Yep. And releasing. Um, uh, I plan on releasing a couple singles. Okay. Um, you know, some sometime in the next few months. Okay. Uh, right now, it's as I'm. Getting all the pre-production ready, writing out the parts, uh, you know, for drums and like guitar sections and all that, uh, and then I would hire in studio musicians to go into the studio and play it with me. Mm-hmm. Fantastic! Okay. So we're gonna hear another song, right? Yes. Okay. We are. I'm gonna Facebook Live it. Oh. So okay. Um, but I want I'm gonna tag you in the post. I just want to make sure that. All right. That's awesome. You. Yeah, that's okay. definitely okay. Me. all right. <laughs> not tagging the wrong person. I know. That's yes. they're yeah. like, I'm not performing live. I don't even. I'm not even a <laughs> yeah. musician. What are you talking about? <laughs> all right. Okay, wait, no, wait, hold on. We're going to do this Facebook Live so you guys can tune in on the Nooner Show Facebook page to see Noel Herbert playing live. And what's the song? Um, um, I'm going to play my song, Earthquake. It's a little more of a commercialized song, you know, a bit of a, a love drama story. Oh, okay. <laughs> love that. that sounds like an earthquake. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, sorry, guys. I'm doing this by my hand, so if it's a little shaky, you have to forgive me. All right, we are live. Awesome. All right. We're all at the club Baby's trying to turn off She don't wanna think Cause she had a bad day All she wants to do is kick back With a drink 
And as her body's moving, her backside grooving, she don't give a damn either way. She's talking all the boys and plays them with her poise, pulling them in with the wink. Oh, baby, you're an earthquake. Shaking me down tonight. And as her body's moving, oh, I'm just turning around to say goodnight. Don't you think that I know you're trying to make me jealous of you? And I'm not gonna say it's not working at all cause I'm missing. And you do as you do, you turn me into a fool. I guess I'm trying to do the same. And if I know you just a little bit, you're probably playing a game. Cause baby, you're an earthquake. Shaking me down tonight. And as your body's moving, oh, I'm just turning around to say goodnight. Tell me how you think I'm doing on a Friday night laying in bed. Alone instead of going to the party cause I heard you with somebody else. Tell me why isn't now that I'm having this feeling All this heartache and I just want it to go away Cause baby you're an earthquake Shaking me down tonight And as your body's moving on I'm just turning around to say goodnight Great job. Yeah, nice. Great job. All right. Well, we're getting the signal here. Is there um, anything else that you want to tell us? Any shows coming up? Anything else? Currently, no. um, A lot of it's just writing and uh, getting ready to get into the studio. All right. Good good luck with graduation. Yeah, thank you. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Oh, congratulations, too. That's exciting. And uh, keep in touch with us, especially if you go out to Atlanta. You can call us and do a we'll show do from there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and see yeah. what you're doing and, you know, keep us posted. Um, well, we have to end every show with our fortune, fortune cookies. cookies. Yes, because this will tell you what's going to happen this yeah. year for you, okay? I will toss the cookies. You're going to toss, toss the cookies. Toss the cookies. <laughs> so the cookies, right, you got to explain it. Yep, okay. So before we touch anything, whatever way the prongs are facing, that fortune was meant for you. So whatever is closest. That's Jess's. No, that one's yours. No, no, no. That's that's no, no. That's oh. Jess. Yeah, no, that's the one that was that one's yours. That's mine. All right. Yeah. No, I got it. No, no. That one's yours. I tossed. Is it this one? I tossed the cookies too. No, that's oh, fine. Okay. Yeah, that one look was pointing look, look, right at her. This is how concerned we are I about know. our fortune. I know. I know. That we're <laughs> no, you know what? You cannot <laughs> mess with the universe. Okay. I'm telling you. Universe, right? Right. Okay. And our sip on this today is two songbirds singing. Wine, red wine. Look at the songbirds singing here. They're so cute. Oh, Aren't they cute? Aw. That's yummy, too. Yeah, it is good wine. So, all, all right. right. No, you want to go ahead and tell us what the fortune says? Happy news is on its way to you. <gasps> Ooh. Can I add my tagline at the end of that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. go all ahead. Right. Happy news is. 
Uh, it's on its way to you between the sheets. Whoa! Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> See how we, we think so differently our yeah. ages here. Yeah, because yeah. I was sitting there thinking, oh, maybe too. you're going to hear from Justin Timberlake. Or <laughs> some, yep. Me too. No, he says in the it. sheets. Yeah. Okay. That's, yeah, that's do you guys right. not have a tagline? Oh, we do. Is we do. Okay, yeah, yeah. We, right. we change it all the time. Yeah, but it yeah, changes we, it we can do that. Go ahead. Oh. There are many unexpected things. Unexpected and thrilling surprises in store for you in between the sheets. <laughs> oh, I don't think I'm going to add that tagline to mine because mine says your income will increase. <laughs> and, and, and according to Nora, it will not if I'm in the sheets. Nora says that if we're both in the sheets, it will increase. Okay, well, I don't know. There, I'm going to come home and I'm going to be like, what the hell is going on here? Did dad know about this? Or like, I'm not going to say anything. Okay. Right, go ahead, Jess. <laughs> uh, mine says a new business venture is on the horizon. I'm skipping in the sheets too. I'm not <laughs> her, so. Skip that. That'd be kind of fun, though. Oh my god! My, really mine says all of your hard work will soon pay off in between the sheets. <laughs> All Sorry, right. Mom. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. Well, anyway, happy hump day. Happy New Year. It's happy so New great Year. to happy be back. Yeah. We're going to have vision boards. And you know, on the New Year's, I always give out $2 bills. Aww. For good luck. Okay. So pass one down over there. Yeah. Pass one yes. down. Yes. All right. Thank I, you. Jackie's hey. passing out money. 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 Hey. <laughs> $2 bills. Here. Money, 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 money. Yeah. No. Happy New Year, everybody. <laughs> Um, no, good luck to you. Again, yes. give us the email address one more time. Yeah, uh, that's uh, noelherbertmusic at gmail.com. Excellent. So N O E L H E R B E R T music at gmail.com. Wonderful. And um, Detroit Institute of Music Education. Yep. Highly recommend that. Yeah, definitely. Right? Yeah, I do too. I think it's a great program. Um, and the other thing I really like about it, and I realized it, especially when we had all the students in, is just what a really cool community of support. There's just oh, such definitely. a great support system there. Yeah, definitely. And, it's, and not... it's such a tough business to be just by yourself. You know? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely – it's so different there than um, what I feel other music colleges are. I mean, it's not – there's there's definitely competition, but it's a lot more friendly competition because mm. it's it is a smaller school, so everyone gets to know each other. Yeah. Um. So you know, you always hope the best for everyone else. That's great. That right. is incredible. Mm-hmm. Wish the whole world was like that. Huh? Yeah, right. I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Fantastic. All right. Okay. And remember, sometimes the only mode of transportation available is the leap of faith. Thanks for taking a leap of faith with us, and happy hump happy day. Happy hump day. Yeah.